0: Oh my goodness, I can't believe that happened.
1: What's up, everybody? This is going to be a fun episode. I can't wait to get into this. It is draft season 2021, and we're talking Reese's Senior Bowl practice, Mike. Are you ready to jump into this? Let's go. All right, guys. Appreciate everybody that is joining live around the world. We do appreciate every one of you guys um, as we get into our next episode of this uh, Frisco Report covering the Senior Bowl. If you missed last week's, go back and check that one. We covered a lot of really awesome uh, prospects. This week we're covering a few more and we have some some notes from the senior bowl uh, practice from today as well. NFL Network is a little bit shy this last past two seasons but not to worry I did get um, you know I was able to do some uh, research on some of these practices and uh, got some good notes from these. So without further ado guys let's get into the news of the day. Dak watch. As usual, no, nothing there. Nothing there to report. Nothing going on there at all whatsoever. You know, obviously, again, we're waiting for uh, the number probably to drop for the salary cap before we get any movement on that, Mike. But, you know, the topic of the day, the Senior Bowl. You know, how do we help the Cowboys? Troy Aikman mentioned this, you know, uh, when he covered the Cowboys, last game that he covered was, where do you even start? Right, Mike? And a lot of us as fans are talking about defense, defense, defense. And, you know, I think that makes a lot of sense. Obviously, the Cowboys, they will sprinkle in some some offensive weapons, I think. You know, I think there's going to be some surprises in this draft as far as what the Cowboys do. But, Mike, what is your take on uh, on this senior bowl? What do you want to focus on? What should the Cowboys be focusing on here?
0: Man, I – Demarcus Lawrence a couple of days ago – I'm going to start with this. Put on Twitter, you know, it's time to be in the game and not sit on the couch watching it. And I replied back to him. If you follow me, you've seen it. It it was, are you kidding me? When are you going to get 10 sacks again? I appreciate your run-stopping abilities, D-Law. I appreciate it. But this team needs inside defensive linemen. They need corners, free safeties, linebackers. Jerry cares about... Money, not Lombardi's. All right, check out my Twitter feed. Joe has it right there. Go check out that reply to Demarcus Lawrence, and that's what I mean. the The issues on this defense is amazing to me, and they 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 tanked there. I say, and and, and picking up free agents for years. Brett and Carr, give or take, that's the last one they they bet on. So now we're in this situation. <clears throat> where defense is what you have to look at defense is what you have to invest in and allocate those draft picks in joe
1: yeah yeah defense all the way and and this senior bowl has a lot of it i mean this senior bowl roster is so packed we won't be able to get through all of the names there will be some names here that that we don't get to but you know we'll follow up with this you know after the senior bowl obviously next week we'll do a wrap-up show on it but Man, Mike, we have a lot of prospects that we've been watching here. We, we were able to sneak in some some uh, some views of the practice, and I know they're doing a, a recap uh, show as well. But, you know, they don't give up much info on that. But, you know, there are other scouts out there on Twitter that were there on site. So we got a lot of notes here that I, I took from, you know, Dane Brugler, Matt Miller, and a couple other, you know, well-respected uh, draft nicks in the community. So without further ado, guys, let's get into it, Mike. What are, um who was your first prospect that, that should be on the Cowboys watch?
0: Yeah. Um it's gonna be a safety. I'm gonna cover him here, here later on. He's from Florida State. Um Hassan, and I'm not gonna pronounce that, that last name. He's from Florida State, but uh he, he's been setting out real nice. Um 6'3, 213 pounds. Um he he's he looks the par. And, uh, I wouldn't mind him coming in here to, uh, to, 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 play, to play some, some safety for six, three, like I said, um, I, I, see him being a strong safety more than a free safety. He's a little slow Joe on the, on the top side, uh, when it comes to being a free safety over the top corner, but strong safety all day long. Um, he, he had a standout senior bowl practice day one, a lot of rave. I was hearing from this guy right here, um, I, 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 he had some injuries though um, that could mess up his draft stock. He had a lower leg injury uh, this Mm -hmm. past year in in November. could mess up his draft stock though, but I I like this guy, you know, he could be slow reaction. He can get stiff sometimes uh, when you, when you turn on the tape on this guy, but I, I, what do I have him graded at? Do I have him going? I can see him anywhere between uh, a, a day two to day day three. If it winds up in day three, it's going to be a hell of a steal for the Dallas Cowboys.
1: <clears throat> yeah, yeah, pretty pretty good. Um, he he does have when he's on the field, he's got good tape. I I agree with your assessment, Mike, all the way. Yeah, the medicals I think is going to be the thing that you have to get past. You know, is he going to be one of these injury prone kind of guys? If he makes a big hit, does he get up? You know, these sorts of things, but definitely has playmaking ability. You know, obviously, (laughs) we're getting Dan Quinn in here as defensive coordinator. And, you know, it looks like the front office plus Dan Quinn, I think, you know, the threshold is still six foot and up. This guy hits that mark. What is he? Six, three, six, four, somewhere in that range, right? Six, three, yep. Yeah, so, you know, check that box off right there. Let's see how he translates from the practice to the game. That's going to be the the biggest thing here but yeah great one there mike who's your next prospect
0: yeah absolutely i'm gonna start off right here uh i'm gonna start off with my pet cat joe my pet cat it's marvin wilson florida state 6'3 <clears throat> 318 pounds joe this guy right here is house money okay you talk about baconators the 318 pound baconators what i love the most and when you turn on the film joe you turn on this film. I see a faster Navelle Gallimore. I see some Navelle Gallimore instincts in this guy. We all know what Gallimore has done so far this past rookie year. You add Marvin Wilson into that, that defensive line can get nasty and can get disruptive. It can stop some run games. Um, he's quick off the line. He's super physical. He had hand surgery in 2019 and a lower leg injury in 2020 this past time. He did a lot of rehabbing to get back to where he's at now. It might mess up his draft stock. Hand injury one year, lower leg injury the next, some nagging injuries in between. Um, he could be an impact player from day one. Second round. Second round is a solid second round pick for me. <clears throat> if, the, if the Cowboys are in reach, they got to go for my new pet cat, Marvin Wilson. Watch the tape on these guys. Watch the tape on Novell Gallimore. Watch the tape on Marvin Wilson. You're going to see some similarities and it's going to be great news for this defense online, Joe.
1: Yeah, indeed. Indeed, man. I, I love that assessment. Shout out to Dallas Cowboys fan 1980 in the chat box. Appreciate you, bro. Uh, yeah, Mike. I mean, I, I you killed it there with the Marvin Wilson as a pet cat. You know, it, it's amazing because, you know, he did have a, he did have the injury. And, you know, you want to see how he would look. And, man, the footage that I saw of Marvin Wilson on the Senior Bowl day one, what the heck? This guy came, dude. This guy came and showed up fierce, violent hands, getting in your face, trucking these guards today. I mean, he looked almost unblockable on day one. Now, I want to see him to stack that because some of his, some of his uh, critique has been, you know, runs a little bit hot and cold. So I want to see him stack you know the next couple of days of practice and into the game but man you gotta like what you see and his measurables you know uh coming out of the, out of the senior bowl we're, were six three three nine eighty two 82 wings uh wingspan 33 arms and a 10.2 hand so a large man a physical presence and w- what does this team needed mike is physicalness you know dog. stuffers. yes dogs you know we need dogs and goons on this team and uh he fits the bill. I look, you know, when we talk about these defensive tackle uh, <clears throat> factories, Florida State, Ohio State, Alabama. Those, those are my three favorite defensive tackle factories. Marvin Wilson, I think, will be another one in in that same vein. So I love that one, Mike. That's a great one. Let's see how he looks the rest of the way. But awesome, awesome. And guys, go check him out, Marvin Wilson.
0: Yeah, check him out. You're going to fall in love. The film don't lie, guys. film don't lie. My next one, Joe, defensive end, Carlos Basham, all right? Wake Forest product right here, 6'3", 281. We talk about wingspan. This guy has an 81-inch wingspan. 11 sacks, 18 tackles for loss in 2019. Kind of fell off, you know, the map a little bit with, with just five sacks in 2020. He can back up DeMarcus Lawrence right here on the left end, guys. I see him playing that left end very well. And uh, I see him being a solid third-round pick, late second-round pick. The Cowboys, you know, once they draft, they could probably use one of their third-round picks to trade uh, to maybe steal this guy. Like what they kind of did with you know DeMarcus Lawrence while trading up with the Redskins, right? The same could happen with this Wake Forest pick right here in, in this defensive end. Um, I think with the right D-line coach, okay, hear me out, guys. With the right D-line coach, this guy can be a monster. He's had some inconsistencies. Don't let the frame fool you. The frame is there. The potential's there. But we need a, a, the right defensive line coach. Is he on the Cowboys? To be determined. I don't even know who this who this guy is. What's his resume like? Coaching our defensive line now, but third round pick, maybe second late to round pick. Carlos Basham Jr., that Joe right here has <clears throat> on your screen, you're going to love him. Watch the tape. I love the wingspan. Look at them arms, man. Look how DeMarcus wear type arms right here. The guy could be a freaking nature, Joe.
1: Yeah, what, what I like about Carlos Basham, and great great assessment there, Mike, knocked it out the park. Carlos Basham, what I like with him and how the Cowboys might utilize him is that I think this is a guy that you can flex inside. You know, <clears throat> and I, I think this is something that, we're going to continue to see, no matter who the coordinator is, the Cowboys, they just like these types of players. And, you know, I think that comes down from Will McClay. So that'll be something close to watch. How does Will McClay work in concert with Dan Quinn and what they want out of these defensive line players? But from Carlos Bashton, what I like is somebody that you could, you know, put them on the outside, bring them on the inside. I think this is a guy that could come in here and replace a Tyron Crawford, who we're kind of hoping is <laughs> – not coming back next season, I think he's done. So, Carlos Basham, guys, let's see what he does here in the senior bowl. Um, but great player there to keep an eye on, Mike. Great, great pick there, man.
0: Thank you, brother. My, my next one, remember, guys, defense, defense, defense. I'm going to surprise you with the offensive player here at the last of it, but right here, I'm sticking with defense, linebacker, Monty Rice out of Georgia. I like, I love me some Georgia players, Joe. I talked about uh, Campbell. Last week, I'm bringing another Georgia Bulldog right here in Monty Rice. 6'1", 235 pounds. I get it, the 6'1 frame. He might be a little small playing. He looks like a, a, a an Eddie Lacy, a thinner Eddie Lacy running back when he's playing linebacker. Um, just because he's so short at the linebacker position, um, the Bulldogs have him as a middle linebacker. I don't know if this guy can adjust to a Sam – or a week, I don't see this guy being a middle linebacker in the NFL. What I do see, though, is this gentleman here being a special team ace, a bone fossil special team ace, Joe. That's what I do see, and maybe back up and learn and be versatile in the Sam and the weak linebacker positions. Um, what I liked about him, he—he um, he, well, I didn't like a lot about this guy. He—he—he don't—he don't trust his instincts, right? Our linebackers have that problem already. He could be slow dissecting plays, reading the plays as they're developing. You turn on the tape, you turn on the highlights, this guy's going to look like a beast. But when you break plays down piece by piece, this guy kind of reacts like Jalen and Leighton Vanderish was reacting in in, in the NFL. That 6-1 frame scares me. They got him as a middle linebacker. That's not middle linebacker frame right there, Joe. I'm going to say this guy needs to beef up, do something maybe, Maybe just maybe learn those Sams, learn that week. But I think special teams is where this guy's gonna flourish. I haven't going anywhere between the second to fourth round projection, Joe.
1: Yeah, Monty Rice. That, that Georgia Bulldog defense puts out a lot. They've been putting up pretty solid defenders. Uh, so I love when they got him. Tyson Campbell, you know, we covered him last week, but Monty Rice, senior bowl. Um, we'll see what he does. And and I like I like that there's so many defensive players. Like I said, we won't be able to cover all of them, but we're going to we're gonna hit up uh, the ones that we think would fit in here with the Cowboys in some capacity. But, guys, if you're a Georgia Bulldog fan, let us know what you guys think about Monty Rice. Great prospect there, Mike.
0: My last one, Joe. My last one, and I'll kick it over to you. I'm going to talk about Sage, Surratt Ooh. Wake Forest. Yeah, now we're talking. The gentleman, he opted out. 6'2", 215. I see a lot of slot potential there. Obviously, we got C.D. Lamb at that position. <clears throat> Michael Gallup could get traded away. This guy could replace a guy like Michael Gallup on the X. I don't see him I don't see him playing a lot of the X, though, Joe. He's a slot monster to me and my take and what I've seen. <clears throat> um, yeah. I like how he tracks the ball in the air. I love that. Uh, you tagged me in a, on a Twitter post with your guy throwing <clears> – <throat> to his guy right yeah to this guy and uh i I liked it This, this is what i seen on film and he's doing it at the senior bowl he can locate the ball like a cd lamp let's be honest Let's call it what it is he can locate the ball like cd lamp um i don't like the fact he opted out in 2020 but i get it family health all comes first um he only had one good year joe one good year uh 1,000, one yard, and I, I think he had – how many touchdowns did he have? 11 touchdowns. He had one good year. He opted out. I think the reason why I think he shouldn't opt opted out because you want to build that success or try to keep that success some way, form, or fashion. That could hurt him. But if he's making plays like he's making in the senior bowl, Joe, it could save him. And that <clears> opt-out <throat> could look like a smart move when it comes to health and keeping family safe. Maybe a second – to a third round pick is where I see Surratt now. If he keeps having these senior bowl practices and stands out like that, where people are the scouts and whatever is like, oh my God, it's a good catch. You know, media is going to be these players' best friends because so they're going to blow and hype players up. Surratt needs to get hyped up and those those catches that he's making, it's going to be good for him.
1: Yeah. He had a yeah, he had a hell of a connection with Ian Book, uh, Ian Book, and you know, uh, we'll we'll cover him in a minute. But yeah, Sage Surratt, this is a guy that that had some fanfare, like you said. He was an opt out, but I think you know he picked up where he left off there. Uh, Wake Forest, you know, his brother is a converted quarterback to linebacker. He's another guy that some people are that like him. I'm I'm not as big as a fan. I, I like his uh, I like the wide receiver more than than the linebacker <clears throat> myself. But great prospect there, Mike. Great job, brother. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <clears throat> Excuse hey, me. Hey, what? While
0: we're in here, before we transition to Joe's hot takes here. We got 17 likes, 47 viewers, guys. Let's get to 21 likes. Let's get to Marvin Wilson's number 21 Flavors for Your Face.
1: All right, guys. So the next one that we're going to take a look at is Aaron Robinson. All right. Uh, let me see what we got here. <clears throat> uh, Aaron Robinson. Yeah, so Aaron Robinson, <clears throat> physical <clears throat> in these practices, and uh, I think uh, he might get a little dinged. <clears throat> I mean, he uh, let me see, what did they what did he come in at? He came in at 5'11", 190, 30-inch arms. So I don't know, man. I, I, I thought he was going to measure <clears throat> more than that, but uh, physical, physical player. And this is somebody that I think, you know, uh, depending on, on how he plays in this game, could be on the Cowboys' radar, Mike. Uh, Aaron Robinson out of UCF, okay? Uh, We have another guy that I'm looking at, Richie Grant, safety, uh, you know, from from the same school. But Aaron Robinson, (coughs) excuse me, slot outside. We'll see where they put him at. Got to keep an eye on Aaron Robinson, everybody. Let me know what you guys think about Aaron Robinson. If you guys watch UCF, let me know in the comments, what you think of Aaron Robinson physical. That's what I like about him. Yeah. Um, He, he, he,
0: he can start at nickel. Okay. This guy's a nickel back all day long. Um, He's going to have to have a good productive senior bowl. I think what, what, what did he measure in at? Because I got six one. What was his height? What did you get?
1: Five uh, eleven is what they rated him at at the Senior Bowl. You know that's not, not too good. You know. No, that ain't good.
0: That that ain't good at all. That that's not going to fit dance <laughs> Quinn's height, right? I, yeah. I don't know where I got six one at, but I, I thought I I seen six one somewhere. But that's why the, these measurables and stuff are important because it helps you put your board together. Um, nickel corner, slot corner we need some toughness. Let's see what this guy can bring.
1: Oh, yeah. And that's, you know, I and that's the thing, without having the combine, you don't know, you know, what what are the true stats of this? We're going to get varying combinations of height, length and this kind of thing, you know? So, keep that in mind everybody. Uh the next one that we want to look at is Richie Grant. <clears throat> Just talked about him. Let's see, guys. Richie Grant. Yeah, Richie Grant, man. This guy is getting a lot of fanfare. Uh, this, this is a name that you're starting to see move up draft boards, you know, Richie Grant. You know, we, we all hear about Merrick at a TCU and some of these other guys, you know, uh, Javon Holland and um, uh, some of these other safeties. But Richie Grant, I think he's he's a perfect fit for a cover three you know, that the Cowboys are going to implore again under Dan Quinn. So, Richie Grant can cover a lot of ground, sideline to sideline. You know, I think he has good enough speed. And I think this is what the Cowboys really need to look at is we need speed on the field and people that can cover the field because in, a, in Dan Quinn's, you know, uh, scheme, there's more pressure on the safeties, you know, in the cover three. So, Richie Grant, I like his uh, his potential. Right, and that's where we're at with a lot of these guys. You know, a lot of this is a lot of projection, but uh, you know, he came in. You know, at the uh, at the senior bowl, his measurement was 5'11 and a half. So, I mean, if you want to round that up to six foot, that does kind of check check that off. You know, and it'll be interesting to see what they what he looks at at the pro day. At the pro day, I bet you he gets that extra half inch officially, and then and comes in at six foot. He could come in at six one. You know. So that is the bad thing about not having the scouting combine. So, you know, we'll have to see what they do. But this guy, you know, like I said, part of that UCF defense, very good, very scrappy guys, man. I think these guys do a great job, you know, putting these guys into NFL. We'll see what Tristan Hill does for us. Came came from the same program, obviously. But that secondary was money for UCF. And Richard Grant, I think, would be a solid fit. You know, uh, with the Cowboys, so let's see how he looks. Um, you know, in the Senior Bowl, that's a guy that to keep an eye on in the combine. Mike Richie Grant. Yeah, I think that you talked about the sideline and sideline. They're
0: expecting you know, pro days to run a four, 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 five flat in the in that in that forty. He had a fantastic twenty twenty season. I'm looking at the stats now: seventy two tackles, yeah, uh, in nine games, three and a half tackles for loss, three interceptions, five pass deflections, two forced fumbles. Um, you know the potential's there, but where's he gonna measure, Joe? You can't yeah. have five eleven, <clears throat> yeah, strong safety or free safeties back there. These wide receivers are too damn tall.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, no, no doubt, no doubt about that. Um, you know, so some, some of these programs like the Cowboys and some of these, they're very, you know, measurable. Um, uh, you know. Centric, you know we okay. Our tight end needs to be six five and above. Needs to be six six and above. Our DBs need to be six foot and above. Our our tackles on the offensive line need to be six five six six above. The Cowboys are like that, you know what I mean? And and unfortunately, with that being said, you know a lot of some of these favorites that some fans are liking, like the Adarius Washingtons of the world, that the Cowboys are not going to sniff that. Or um, unfortunately you know i think he's a pretty good safety myself but the cowboys you know they, they may mark him off the list because of that you know um and we talk about uh you know um samuel out of florida state you know junior uh, you know he may not hit the um the mark as well they might scratch him off the, but a hell, a hell of a cornerback so you know we'll we'll see you know if the cowboys make any kind of changes if they if they're not so rigid in some of these uh Requirements, but man, Richie Grant, I think would be a good pick to put next to, you know, um, what we're expecting. You know, Donovan Wilson. I think you you got two scrappy players now back there, physical. They'll both hit you. They can cover. They can you know snatch the ball out of the air, and uh, that's what you want. You know, you you in this day and age, your your safeties kind of both need to be freeze. You know, but at the same time, you want that that ability to hit you and, and do run defense and go and hit in the box if you need to. And that's what I like about Donovan Wilson and Richie Grant, I think gives you that same, you know, type of uh, player.
0: Yeah, And pro football network has Grant projected to go to the Dallas Cowboys, the Baltimore Ravens, the Washington football team, Miami Dolphins, Philadelphia Eagles, or the Atlanta Falcons.
1: Yeah, there we go. That's what it's all about, baby. We're co- we're covering all angles here. Okay, I'm going offensive uh, here on my next uh, prospect, and that is going to be this guy. He's a little bit under the radar player. Um, I got to this guy with one of the one of my draft nicks that I follow, and that's going to be this wide receiver here, Dwayne Eskridge. All right, already out the gates. You know, here uh, at the Senior Bowl, the practices, you know, um, he's a shorter wide receiver, slot wide receiver, you know. And and the thing that you guys need to to remember here, you know, and and I kind of talked about this whenever the Cowboys made the hire for Mike McCarthy. And we talk about this all the time, Mike, is that Mike McCarthy has always had a wide receiver ready to feel to slide in once somebody's gonna potentially depart, right? And so what we're looking at is Michael Gallup. I don't know if they can I don't know if they want to pay him for next season, but you know this could be his last season. And if that's the case, don't be surprised if the Cowboys draft a wide receiver somewhere in this draft. You know, don't be surprised by it. And I I have a good feeling that they're going to do that somewhere in this draft because you know, you're going to keep Amari Cooper. This guy's a hell of a player still. Uh, let's say Gallup leaves. You put C.D. Lamb on the outside now, and you slide in a player like a Dwayne Eskridge who, you know, kind of fits that mold of a slot receiver with high playmaking ability, which the NFL is all the rave about now with, you know, players like a Tyreek Hill or, uh, you know, a Devontae Smith who's coming into the draft as well. Uh, Dwayne Eskridge obviously – not that high of a profile with Devontae Smith, but, man, this guy gives you a lot of pop, man, and uh, very hard to tackle in the open field, Mike. So keep an eye on him. <laughs> Jumped out right at the gates making plays in, in this first senior bowl practice, Mike.
0: I see some Tavon Austin in this guy.
1: I don't know why.
0: Correct me if I'm wrong. Do you see some Tavon Austin in this guy?
1: Uh, better than Tavon Austin. Tavon Austin was grossly overdrafted, a complete utter bust. Dwayne Eskridge, you know, a little bit more uh, humbled player. I think this guy, you know, is is well, a more complete guy well, in my opinion. The
0: the pressure ain't on him because Tavon Austin was a first round pick, top ten overall. This guy's projected sixth, seventh round, maybe undrafted free agent. Right, um, I five nine five ten as measurables. I think. Um, the, the last 40, I think they got on this guy right here. was like a four, three, nine, super fast guy. Um, kick returner. I I see some kick returner options. That's probably what he's doing right now in this picture. Um, maybe bones fossil could do something with him.
1: Yes. Bones fossil up in this B let's see what he does, man. Because you know, they're looking for more, more help there. In special teams, you know, do you want to keep C.D. Lamb? Guys, let us know in the comments. Do you want to keep C.D. Lamb returning punts? I don't. I think C.D. Lamb is going to play a much bigger role for the Cowboys in year two and moving on, and I don't want him returning kicks anymore. They did that with Des Bryant in his rookie season, but as soon as they realized his playmaking ability and the need to have him on the field and not put him in harm's way, they took him off punt returns. So I'm fine with that, and I think that's a smart thing to do. So, yeah, you know, uh, get us another playmaker, Mike. And I think this guy in the return game, you know, would, would help, you know, right out the game. Yeah. I like that one very much, guys. You know, if, if we're looking at, uh, you know, linebackers and this kind of thing, you know, Mike covered Monty Rice. And a linebacker that, that, uh, is gonna, that I like in this uh, senior bowl is going to be this guy right here. All right. Get ready to get slapped across the face with this one and we're talking about Jabril Cox baby out of LSU Tigers man this guy uh, this guy's got so much film out there and a lot of it is from uh you know what is it uh, north dakota right uh, where Carson Wentz came from but he was a portal transfer over to LSU and he picked up where he left off a tackling machine probably the the highlight of that LSU 2020 team unfortunately but, uh, and the highlight of that defense, in my opinion, Jabril Cox, you know, a really well-rounded linebacker. Uh, he's got good size to him. I think he's measuring in around six foot four, six, three, somewhere in that range, but, uh, long arms and just a high IQ. All right. You know, he's able to diagnose what these guys are doing. He doesn't fall for the eye candy. as we've been saying with, with the Cowboys this last season and, um, I think this is a guy that that you're going to want to bring into the team and just bring him in and let him do his thing. Let him, you know, seek and strike. You know, I want him to be downhill, but, you know, he can go cover if you need. But uh, Jabril Cox, senior bowl, let's see what he does. Let's rock and roll. You know, we are in the market for a linebacker. You know, we need linebacker depth. You know, what do we have in Leighton VanRush? They have yet to give him the fifth-year option, You know, are they going to drag that out to the very last minute to the 25th hour to give him or not give him the fifth year option? That's something to keep an eye on, guys. So uh, with that being said, Mike, I'm looking at linebackers. I love the one that you covered, and I love this one here with Jabril Cox.
0: Yeah, Jabril Cox, he has impressive speed. He has impressive size. Uh, Reminds me of Anthony Barr, there I say. Um, I I like it. And uh you know, I, I think if you use them right, you could probably use them as not only a linebacker, but you could also use them as like a Jalen Smith, Von Miller type rushing, getting to the quarterback. Because of that size, because of that speed, he could he could take offensive linemen on. No problem, Joe. I like your take there.
1: Yes. Yes, very good player there. Um some other um, some other players of, of note, um, you know, other linebackers, Mike, Patty Fisher out of Northwestern, KJ Britt. These are two other linebackers that, that you guys are gonna want to take a look at in the senior bowl and in the practices. Um, so keep an eye on those guys there. Patty Fisher and KJ Britt. Those are those are some other ones. Uh Shaka Tony, he gives an honorable mention Shaka from me. Connie. Yeah, yeah. Out of uh out of Penn State, six two, two thirty-eight. You know, you like, can play anywhere from defensive end. I think you can flex him out as, as a linebacker. I think he gives you some flexibility. He's got long arms, so, you know, I think he gives you that flexibility, like I said, but Shaka Tony, I think he's an honorable mention for me. Um, Alex Leatherwood from uh, Alabama. Mike, I think this is a, a very interesting prospect. Now, <clears throat> the only thing about Alabama uh, offensive lineman to me – And some of this can be backed up just based on what the league has done is, you know, they tend not to do so well in the NFL. Um, You know, so you got you really got to do a deep dive when you're looking at some of these Bama players as far as like injury history and these types of things. But I do like what they've done the last two years uh, coming into the league. You know, so I think Alex Leatherwood is it will be a great prospect that you could. You know, bounce inside. Now he's determined to play tackle. You know, here at the Senior Bowl, I mean, he wants to. He wants guys and scouts to look at him as a tackle. You know, you know, and I don't blame him. You know, the tackle is where the money at. But uh, I want to see it. I want to see how he looks with with this competition. I think he's somebody to take a look at. And uh, you know, if if you keep Tyron here for another year, possibly, you know, you could you could still have him on here as solid solid depth and. You know, like I talked about with Law Lawneeson, you know, Tyron Smith is not going to give you 17 games. He's He may not even give you 10 games. You know, will he give you eight games? I think that is the trajectory of Tyron Smith. It's just the fact of it, right? So whoever you draft at offensive tackle, if you do draft an offensive lineman, they're going to get some playing time, you know? I want to get better than Brandon Knight. I want to get better than... Then turn still so if we have the opportunity you know take a look at a player like alex leatherwood mike
0: yeah absolutely a couple of my standouts are you know underdogs i guess you could say is as nico collins the wide receiver out of michigan and uh, the defensive the tackle levi out of washington i'm not even gonna butcher that guy's last name put some <laughs> respect on that last name all right well uh, those those are some of my two honorable mentions
1: yeah. Yeah. Let, let's hit up Levi. Let's, let, let's, let's talk about him. Um, he is at the senior bowl. Like you said, Mike, and he is a, he's a great player, you know, he's an opt out and he has the potential to make some money here. You know, I think some of these players are making that money early on here on, on day one in practice, but it's all about, you know, taking what they learn and do in the practice and, you know, roll it into the actual game. You know what I mean? So, there's always those players that that look good in practice and they disappear when the lights come on. The Cowboys have had that, you know, in, in training camp with some of our players. So, you know, we it's it, it's something that we all know, you know, very well. So we'll see what Levi does here with with the bright lights. You know, he did opt out, like he said, but uh, he's he's a he's a solid player. You know, a 6'3", 290, came in at a thirty two and a half measurables. He has huge hands, ten point three. So. You know he has all the physical traits. You know, defensive tackle. We 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 need it. We need he it. He has he has the traits, but it took him a long
0: time to develop into yeah. what he is to even be a draft prospect to be even at the senior playing this thing. And I, I again almost like uh, with with uh, Basham, when I, the right defensive line coach needs to come in here and teach this guy. I don't know if I'm a big fan of our guy you know teaching our team a line at the moment this guy needs a guy like rod marinelli a jim tom sula why are you saying jim tom sula look what he did with tristan hill in, in the first three games before he got hurt um look what he's doing with randy gregory missing all that time in football i think jim tom sula knows how to motivate people rod marinelli we know what he got at george selby Jeremy Mincy, and these guys that's what that guy kind of needs almost like what tristan hill needs
1: no absolutely and um and when, so we're talking about our defensive line coach, right? A lot of people were like, who the hell is this guy? You know, he's London. He's British. I, I don't know about this. Well, I was looking at an interview with our former safety, uh, Barry Church, right? Yep. And he gave he gave uh, flying colors of uh, recommendations that the players love them. So I really like that coming from uh, Barry Church. Barry Church, if you follow him on Dallas he doesn't. He doesn't BS. I think he's one of the few that will give it to you straight. So when I heard that from Barry Church, um, that kind of you know helped me say, okay, well let's give this guy a shot. Let's not just be like, I don't know about this guy. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know about this guy. Resume, resume speaks, man.
0: Names <clears> don't. <throat>
1: so. Yeah, yeah. Resume, resumes is what it is, you know. Um, and he he has been around the league. And he does develop players. So we'll see what he does. But, uh, yeah, defensive line, I think it is a – we're definitely looking at defense in this thing. So, like I said, there's so many prospects in this one to cover. Mike, Tavis Banks, do appreciate you, bro. Out of BYU is a sleeper. Karius Tonga. Yeah, check him out. I haven't seen him. I can't speak on him. So – uh, take Tavis banks word for it. Go check him out out of BYU. Let's see if he is a sleeper. Appreciate the donation, brother. Appreciate you, man. Uh, why they keep Leon for what? Yeah, who knows, man? About Leon, let does he feel slighted by this? You know, I'm sure he wanted to take the job full, full on, but. Uh, you know, we'll see. I don't know if they're going to keep him on as an assistant defensive line coach. Hopefully, they do. I, I think Leon Led is, is underrated. You know, he's been around here. You know, I think he's done a good job developing some of these guys. But uh, I think at the end of the day, it's what your defensive coordinator can bring out of these players. And, you know, uh, Mike Nolan just didn't really do it for me. Why you know, he, didn't, he didn't really do it for me.
0: You know what I just found out the other day? Maurice Linguist. Is that Michigan? I did not know he left. I thought he was still part of the coaching staff. I, yeah. I, when did he leave?
1: Yeah, he left. Yeah, a couple weeks ago. He got the job. I think he's like assistant uh, defensive coordinator or even assistant coach or something. He got a good job title. He couldn't uh, turn it away from, from Harbaugh. So best that, of that was luck weird for him. to me. I didn't know he left. Best of luck. <coughs> Excuse me. Best of luck, baby. Best of luck. Now, Mike, as far as the quarterback position – you know, behind Dak Prescott, where do they go from here? Do, does Andy Dalton want to sign here? Do you want to keep Andy Dalton? How do you feel about the Cowboys quarterback death, assuming, you know, we do have Dak Prescott for 2021? How do you feel about the backups?
0: Who was that guy that came in when Dalton got hurt? What was his name? Not not Danucci either. What's his name? Oh, Gilbert. Yeah, Gilbert. I, I like Gilbert as a backup. I do. I I like his ball. Uh, as a backup, I think he can win you a couple couple of games to your to your starting quarterback gets up. Now the history shows Joe and, and, and I know I sound like I'm beating a dead horse here, but history shows Joe that if a quarterback of the team is franchised, they find work somewhere else and they don't get a long-term deal done with the franchise that franchise tagged them. Drew Breeze. Went to the Saints, we all know that story. Kirk Cousins with the Redskins to the Minnesota Vikings, we all know that story. Can Jerry Jones defy history and sign Dak Prescott to a long-term deal? History is against Dak Prescott wearing a star. But history, again, is for Dak's pocket on another team that wants to pay that kind of money. If the cow, I don't get – if the cow, if the Cowboys franchise tag them $38 million, that doesn't benefit the Dallas Cowboys because then you're back to growing that money even more. How, how's these COVID vaccines going? Does a salary cap get a boost? Franchising Dak does not work for the Dallas Cowboys. Maybe Dak Prescott does have the leverage, Joe. But Jerry and Steven, Will McClay – Mike McCarthy, Catlin Moore, these guys need to sit down and talk about this, and they need to get a deal done now. It's going to stop Will McClay from building a draft board because if Zach's not signed, we're going to wait. What if he holds out the entire year and says to hell with that money? You know yeah. what I mean? So they need to do something. Either we need to get reports like what we got from Matthew Stafford. Matthew Stafford lines agree to part ways. It's not even February, and franchises are already making moves. The head coach wasn't even there for a whole week. Campbell, Dan Campbell, former Cowboys tight end, wasn't there a week, and reports are already coming out what they're going to do with the quarterback situation. It's time for the Dallas Cowboys to stop playing games, sit down, have grown man talk, Joe, grown man talk, and either we're going to have them or we're not, but this franchise needs to quit playing because they keep playing, Joe, we're going to be the new Browns of the NFL. Which way they do it, they need to do it now.
1: No, it's true. And and like you said, the history is there. Drew Brees and the uh, cousins, all these guys, you know, the history is against this thing happening. So we'll see what they do. Um, I do feel that Jerry at the end of the day, he'll pay up whatever the heck he's going to pay up. He's just going to, I just hate that we're dragging this thing out. I don't yes. like that but you know i i i think they're waiting for that that uh, official salary cap number that was but talked I, about
0: last week yeah
1: yeah but after that you know if the salary cap number comes out and we're st- and we're like another 3 or 4 weeks <laughs> from knowing that number and we're still here okay then it, it, then it's going to be time to start ramping up you know uh quarterback talk but you know um as far as backups, you know whether you know we go with Gilbert. You know Danucci is is he's a project. this guy to me is a practice squad project, um, and that sort of thing. But the 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 senior bowl will have a couple pairs. You covered one last week who was uh, Felipe Franks. He's going to be there. Yeah. He he looked pretty good in, in practice today. So that's one. Um, another one that, that that looked good, Mike, is is going he's to six, be six baby. Oh. God, he's a tall ass quarterback, man. Yeah. Felipe Frank's good um, lord. Yeah, so just keep an eye on him, Felipe Frank. But another one here is Sam Ellinger out of Texas dual threat quarterback. And uh he looked pretty good here today. Scouts like what they saw out of Sam Ellinger. I think oh, he would boy. be somebody that you might want to, you know, kick the tires on. He's more of a, a late rounder for me, day three quarterback. So, you know, but you know, if the Cowboys do that, if they look for another quarterback here to to try to develop. And I think they should, you know, you have plenty of picks in this draft. So if you want to do that, Sam Ellinger, you know, bring him up with the quarterback whisper, Mike McCarthy. Let's not forget about that. Let's see what he does. And uh, keeping an on Sam Ellinger, a uh, pretty good, you know, dual threat, like I said, has a lot of rushing touchdowns, similar to Dak Prescott. Obviously not, not as, uh, not as hefty, not as big as Dak, but, you know, he does have some of those credentials, um, so Mike uh yeah player subscriber down here, Fernando Escobar, Jamie Newman. Yeah, he's another one here that's, that's going to be in the senior bowl six four three uh two twenty. <laughs> Excuse me. Another one he had one. A, he had some he had a lot of media coverage today too. Yeah. Yeah, this this is gonna be a hell of a senior bowl. Every snap is gonna be critical and everything will be dissected uh into the tenth degree. So a lot of quarterbacks in this one you know if if you if you have that appetite to upgrade at the backup position you know there's going to be that opportunity and mike you know the cowboys you know in, in past drafts they do like to go through the senior bowl we've drafted a lot of players that have participated in this game going all the way back to demarcus ware so this is some this is a game that's really huge for cowboys and for cowboys fans you want to keep looking at these prospects that, that we're giving you guys so make sure you guys check these guys out that we talked about and let us know what you guys think. You know, we do appreciate everybody that checked this out. You know, we'll uh, we'll definitely have a wrap-up video on this. Mike, do you have any anything else before we cut out today? No, big shout-out to the
0: Lunatic with them old-school 1960 Dallas Cowboy. Helmets in the comment section. I like that. Oh, it doesn't come out. It doesn't come out. It just gives
1: the quote there
0: when you when you click on it. For
1: <laughs> Shout out ones. to the Lunatic. Shout out to the Lunatic, long-time member, subscriber of the show. We do appreciate you, the Lunatic, for coming through always. And everybody in the comments, appreciate you guys. Make sure you guys hit like on this video before you head out. Uh, Stevie Mag has a comment here on backup quarter. Sign it. The mullet Garner mentioned for backup if he's still there in free agency. That would be a good one. I wouldn't mind <laughs> that.
0: I think the mustache
1: got carried away. Too much fame. (laughs) Mike, not a big fan? No, not a big fan. (laughs) Not a big fan, but... Fitzpatrick, 2.0. Could be, and sometimes that's all you need. You just need someone to carry you through a couple of games. You know, um, we'll see what the Cowboys do. We'll see what they do, but we definitely need to bolster that offensive line. Otherwise, it's not going to matter who's out there. You know, we, we can't have these guys on the run, left and right, including Dak, you know. How will his ankle hold up if he's going to be on the run? You know, so something to to think about, guys. Offensive line, I think is going to be is going to be in play here. I think it's going to be in
0: play. It's a freaking need.
1: <laughs> yeah, it, it it really is. It really is. Don't man.
0: play. Draft O line. That's the only thing you need to do on offense is draft an O line. Especially if they cut Tyron Smith, I think it's $7.5 cap saving, even if they trade him too. So if they want to save money or whatever, get rid of them. Protect. I don't care if it's in the first round. You want to get offensive line in the first round, I'm cool with that. We dipped our lines on the only offensive player we're getting. Now let's go heavy defense. There's a lot of defensive players that could transform this defense. Get some dogs, man. Don't get no pretty boy pedicure, medicure Mm -hmm. dude in here. Give me a dog that breaks a nail and rips it off. And it's bladed, and he still goes out there and plays. Give me that type of player. Quit giving me divas. Oh,
1: yes, yes. Get, get us some Ronnie Lott, somebody who's going to, like, amputate his pinky and go back in the game. We're, we we need these kinds of players. Like, we don't have them right now. We, we definitely don't. They got to stop with the Boy Scouts. You know what I mean? But they got to be smart about it. They got to be smart gotta about it. They got to be smart sport. about it. Yeah, You're absolutely right, because, you know, Cowboys
0: got a bad rap. You know, Dez Bryant... You know, the mom uh, altercation, you know, the Greg Hardy thing, you know, the the whole cowboy science criminals things. Now, Andy Greed's getting, you know, that gig, you know, you know, the Chiefs are now getting the, the quote unquote criminals of the world. But <clears throat> be smart. Like Joe said, Cowboys, give us some Dak news. I'm going to give you a week. If I don't hear nothing about Dak. I'm going to
1: blow up. Is he staying or is he go? Is he staying? Is he, It sounds like a song. I think that is a song. Could he stay or should he go? Don't there get to go. monetize you two. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's where we're at, guys. We do appreciate you guys for checking out our Senior Bowl recap of who looked good here in week one. Oh, I'm sorry, day one of practice. And a couple of prospects to check out. Like I said, we'll come back here next week and do a wrap-up of the Senior Bowl, who really stood out in the game and uh, who to keep an eye on, And finally, we'll get to go deeper into the mock drafts because that's really what the senior bowl to me marks. You get more data, you get more footage. It's the last major bowl game before, you know, uh, we get to the pro pro days. days. So this is huge, 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 huge. And uh, you'll, you'll see more names. Like, like we said, all these guys that we cover guys, you will see a lot more of these names probably associated with the Cowboys. You know, Richie Grant, Sage Surratt, you know, Monty Rice, Marvin Wilson, You know, Aaron Robinson, possibly. Marvin Wilson. Give me Marvin Wilson all day. Yeah, a lot of these guys really fit into what the Cowboys do. So keeping on all these guys. Make sure you guys hit like on this video on your way out, man. We do appreciate you. We do appreciate you guys. So that's all we have today. Mike, let everybody know where they can find you if they haven't already. Yep, right
0: here. Y'all has it right there, underscore Cowboys Corner on Twitter, guys. Give me a follow. I follow back as anybody that follows me but I don't trade for trade on YouTube. If you subscribe, you subscribe Cowboys Corner right here on YouTube. You know, if you have great content, I watch a lot of guys, actually. I, I watched, you know, Law Nation when he was starting. I think I was his 10th subscriber. I think I was your, like, 75th subscriber. <laughs> um, you know, I, I my Cowboys family, when they had 20, you know what I'm saying? I, I've been watching a lot of guys. If I watch you, I'll shout you out. I'll share your page, like Cowboys Fan Talk. Uh, ask him about it. He'll tell you how what I do there. Um, but uh, but no. If you if, if you make content, let me know, and I'll definitely check you out. Subscribe. You know, Cowboy Nation. We're in this together. If I hear you associate with any Philadelphia fan, any any nasty Giant fan, or the anonymous team over there in Washington, then uh, I gotta unsubscribe. It's straight Cowboy <laughs> football right here, baby. Let's go.
1: That's what it is, everybody. It's all about cowboys here 24/7 365 days out of the week, baby. Oh, oh, look at that. Look at that Frisco report. Grab we'll you, you one, the guys.
0: The friskerreport.com.
1: Yeah. yeah, guys. And also remember, guys, we are on Spotify and um iTunes and this guy. If you want to catch the audio version of this, hit up that subscribe to that, and uh check that out, guys. But that's all we have tonight, guys. We'll catch you for the next one. Peace, everybody.